Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content. You'll find anywhere. Welcome to the situation. I'm your host, Elliot Huckabee. We've had quite the day in college football with Alabama head coach Nick Saban retiring. The greatest college football coach of all time is hanging up his whistle for the final time. What a career for this man. Seven national championships, six at Alabama, one at LSU, 292 wins and 70 losses over the span of his 28-year career. With the proper respect given, it's time to celebrate for SEC fans and honestly college football fans alike. The dreadful Alabama dynasty is six feet in the ground and the new era of college football has arrived. With that said, to turn the page for the Alabama program, I have five coaching candidates that I think you should keep your eye on. Oregon head coach Dan Lanning, Old Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian, Notre Dame coach Marcus Freeman, and Michigan offensive coordinator Sharon Moore. I believe the following names are the realistic options for the next head man for the Crimson and White. Lane Kiffin. This seems to be the name that I've heard the most online, uh, particularly in the social media space. It seems that a lot of Alabama fans would like to bring back the former offensive coordinator, though I can't say the same for the Alabama boosters and the money people down in Tuscaloosa. The way Kiffin was dismissed from the program was disgraceful. He acted like a clown and showed no respect for Nick Saban, who quite honestly is the only reason he's still coaching today. I think realistically he will be on the short list of candidates, but I don't think a serious consideration is going to be given to him. I just think that the people that are going to make this decision have no interest in seeing Lane Kiffin being at the helm. Now, the best hire for Alabama would by far be Dan Lanning. I think he's the future of college football and the direction it's heading. He's a great recruiter, especially in high school. And he's, he understands how to utilize the portal effectively and not rely on it as someone, say, Elaine Kiffin. Now, granted, at Old Miss, you have to do what you have to do. But I believe Dan Lanning is someone that Alabama should really pursue with everything they have. Now, granted, I don't know that the Oregon job right now is worse than the Alabama job. 
Because realistically, I don't think anyone would be in a good situation to take that job right now. I don't understand why someone would want to follow Nick Saban at Alabama. I mean, the unrealistic expectations are on you from day one. That fan base has shown absolutely no respect towards Nick Saban, you know, in the run that he's had over the last 17 years. They've shown no respect to him. Even for Nick Saban, the greatest college football coach of all time, that went on a run that will never, ever be replicated, wasn't appreciated there. So you think you're going to come in there and you are going to struggle. There's no doubt about it. But you'll be shown no grace, no mercy. Anyone who follows Nick Saban is set up for failure before that plane hits the tarmac. If I was Dan Lanning, even with the expectations aside, I wouldn't leave Oregon right now. In terms, they are far, far ahead of Alabama in terms of NIL. Nick Saban has had to sit there and campaign for funds. If you think that they aren't going to give the money to Nick Saban, they are for sure not going to give it to the next guy, especially not Lanning. Any guy that has to leave a wealthy program and come to another one to campaign for funds and deal with horrible boosters and unrealistic expectations from an ungrateful fan base that doesn't care about that university one bit is an idiot. If I was Dan Lanning, I wouldn't touch that job with a 10-foot pole. I don't care how much money they offered me. Somebody like Steve Sarkeesian could say the same thing. I mean, what he's building at Texas right now, especially coming into the SEC, he just beat Nick Saban in Alabama. He's going to have a loaded team next year. He's got Ewers back at quarterback. I would be very surprised if Texas doesn't come out of, I guess, the SEC West. There aren't really divisions, but I fully expect to see Texas and Georgia meet for the SEC title game because Alabama's out of the picture. In the new SEC, Sarkeesian would be a fool to make a lateral move to Alabama. And that's what it is. It's a lateral move. Look, there is opportunity in Alabama. There's immense talent that's sitting on that roster right now. But anybody that's going to have to go in there is going to have to be equipped to manage it and trying to keep this team and the staff together. And I don't really know that that's going to be realistic because what is appealing about Alabama if Nick Saban isn't there? You often hear a lot of Alabama fans say when you beat them, it's, oh, man, well, how many national championships do you have? It's not 18, is it? Let's be very clear. What's happened at Alabama over the last 17 years, those are Nick Saban's accomplishments. He's done that everywhere he's been. That's why the arms race to hire a good coach is so imminent right now, and especially in the SEC, because you know that you need the right coach at the helm for even a smidge of success or even being competitive in this new world of college football with NIL and everything else. Because it's not just a, oh, look, we have Nick Saban, you know, he owns these car dealerships and he has money under the table. He can just, you know, outbid everybody else and just out-talent everybody else. You can't do that anymore. And even if you could, you still need the right guy to run it. And really, C. Sarkeesian has embraced the new style of college football and has built Texas in just a couple of years from a, you know, meddling Big 12 team to a national title contender. So I don't see any reason for Sarkeesian to move from Texas to Alabama. I mean, I think there could be interest there, you know, in returning to the school, but realistically, I don't think that move makes sense. I personally think somebody like Marcus Freeman would be a good hire. I think he's quietly done some good things at Notre Dame. Now, granted, they did have a 
worse season than expected this year. I'll give you that much. But really, I think he's a young guy who understands where college football is going and adapted to it very quickly. And I think kind of the mess that Brian Kelly left at LSU a little bit is getting cleaned up and rather quickly, especially with him hiring away Kelly's offensive coordinator from LSU. So Marcus Freeman is another guy that I would keep my eye on seriously. And as for my Auburn Tigers, this move couldn't have happened at a better time. Hugh Freeze is looking to take a massive step forward in year two. And with the changes across the state, the opportunity to get a win streak going in the Iron Bowl and take a foothold in the 2025 and 2026 recruiting classes is right there in front of you. And of course, the other objective on the whiteboard in 2024 is five-star receiver Ryan Williams, who, as I've mentioned, has just decommitted from the Crimson Tide. Auburn has stayed on him consistently, and they've been pushing. But make no mistake about it, every other team in the country is about to do the same. So this is one that I think Hugh Freeze and Marcus Davis have to close. You add him alongside Perry Thompson and Cam Coleman, Bryce Kane, Malcolm Simmons, you know Walker White, and that's not even to mention all the other talent that's either on the other side of the ball or on the line of scrimmage. I think Auburn has a really good opportunity to really dominate the next four to five years in the state of Alabama. And the program that runs college football, just to put a button on it, has become up for grabs. It's got five toes down in Athens, Georgia. For the rest of the country, there's an opportunity over these next few years, especially with the 12-team playoff and all the other NIL opportunities and conference realignment and everything else, to really step forward and take a hold of the sport. Now, granted, we're never going to see anything like what we've seen over the last 20-something years at Alabama. That will never be replicated ever again in the history of the sport. And just to put a button on this incredibly complex but beautiful situation, Nick Saban retired with a 5-7 record in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Thank you for listening to The Situation with Elliot Huckabee, powered by The War Report. Make sure you check out our guys over at the College Loop and the Uptempo Podcast. That's all I got, folks. Till next time.